Vincent gets him out now, and here he comes. Denon Kingley gets up the rail. Golden 60, they roar for their hometown hero. He's a length clear over Salios, running on Mother Earth. It's Golden 60, the locals can't beat him. The internationals can't beat him. This is his house, Fortress Golden 60. 50 metres to go, two lengths in front. I'm Thunderstruck, needing to get there. Alligator blood tiring. I'm Thunderstruck over the top, rumbling. and takes the lead but Mr Brightside's challenging Mr Brightside up to Alligator Blood Cascadian late Mr Brightside in front and Mr Brightside has won the mile from Cascadian the inevitable Zaki joined by Animo who looks destiny in the face at the 150 Animo takes the lead from Zaki Alligator Blood on Thunderstruck but it's Animo clear on Thunderstruck late Animo holding on Animo this time for the big A what a from Wicks down the middle, Kingswell Dream at the 100, it's getting desperate, now Wicks is storming home, Wicks over the top, Ice is too good, but can't beat her. G'day punters and welcome back to another Racing Previews podcast. We've got a spring in the step quite literally because Group 1 Racing is back with the Wink Stakes at Ramwick. We've also got the PB Lawrence Group 2 at Caulfield. Can Mr. Brightside go back to back in the race? The Star Miler returns. Nick McGualter, Will Alford. Oh, big weekend coming. Yeah, it is. Massive weekend incoming. Yeah. Is it, I reckon this is just about the best time of the year. Like this, this sort of stage where the the slower horses are on the way out and the the faster horses are on the way in. You can like it's a real, real like sort of opinion based. Like it's mm. there's a lot, a lot more opinion than than what um, sometimes there would be. If you know what I mean. This, this is, is my where the favorite. trial pervs get paid, Uber. This is my favorite no, time of year because we're not far away from Wilbur saying I can't bet because the market's exactly right on the on the proper horses. So that's my favourite time. <laughs> no, that's the, the trial the trial perfs never get paid, Benny. You should know that. Winners <laughs> win, baby. Pay up. Yeah, Anything happening in the wide world? I've got to give a quick plug to the six day racing. We're absolutely flying. So go sign up before the Full spring. Credit. Our last Full credit to six day racing. Our last five tips have won including a few midweekers. It all started... Some, some heater. Um, smashing Eagle. Got the got the ball rolling. We've been on fire ever since. Hopefully we can keep the ball rolling. We've got a got a lot of good overs early this week, so prayers. Prayers. Shout out to the boys. Tyson Adrian. Hedged one today at Seymour for the Loyal Faithful. Mm-hmm. $3 they bet. Pissed. Mm. $3 they bet for a horse who was numb for the vein. What a fucking gift. It's so elite now, like looking at the owner's admission form for Saturday and just seeing T Hunter. 
That's grouse. I'm Bryce. Well, the boys were probably hoping for one win this weekend. And if you, they probably won't be settling just for one after today anyway. If, uh, bright side kicks off, so yeah. Excited to see the journey it takes them on and us. Hopefully a yep. few parties. Absolutely. Uh, Nico sounds a little bit different for two reasons tonight, punters. Uh, <laughs> he's got hay fever, absolutely cast. And, uh, oh, I'm in a bad way. He's at one of the boys' houses. They're bum buddying for the night. Yep, have no, a little not yep. doing, doing a bit of work. Uh, and you're in my area. I am. You're a long way from home. Yeah, you were too busy with me. You had too many, too many dates after the podcast, so you couldn't <laughs> couldn't come and hang out. We couldn't even do a, a broadcast together, but it's okay. It's just yeah, a Mine's only. All right. <laughs> let's, get, let's get into the podcast. Caulfield, the rail is out nine metres. It was in this position last year. And I'm going to say the track played reasonably fair. As I mentioned, we had Mr. Brightside win the PB Lawrence. We had Uncommon James win the Regal Roller. We had the announcement of a superstar in Giga Kick. He beat Alpha One in the vein. So a few big names there. <laughs> Me and Nico went to head to head that day. Bring it up. Fucking Alpha One. Alpha One will never win another race. He's going to go on to probably win every race he competes in. Fantastic. Full credit. <laughs> He broke his heart for good. A line in the um, sand moment, not just for me. <laughs> Fuck. Well, the good horses are back this week, but we're going to start in race one with the aspirant race, and even though Bot is happy about the good horses being back, oh. he's going to bet into the camel race. The benchmark 70. We've got to bid this shit. $80,000, the new 10th race. Uh, first mate, $4.80. Steel Jimmy, $6. Belthill, $7. Lulu Darling, $9. I don't even know these horses, so uh, we're in strife here. But, Bot, you found a bet. Yeah, well, not only am I betting, it's the best bet of the day. Oh, God. <laughs> First, mate, is a, a great bet in this race. He Last two runs, he's, he's coming off running the fastest spits of the meeting. And then he, and then he went to, to Caulfield, beaten two lengths behind St. Lawrence, who would dead set start forty and win by five here, um, and ran... Fastest, uh, the sixth fastest last 400 I'm meeting there. Um, it's had S. Valor, who is Kylie Valor's husband, I've, I've just learnt, um, on its entire career. Went to Craig Newitt, the last start, who's about five from his last 100 or something like that. Now it goes straight to Black Shin from Barrier 4. It'll be Ford um, out of the core field, um, 400 metre. Uh, it's just like, this is... The, 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 it's a lightly raced seven-year-old, so it's 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 st- like it's progressing it pretty much throughout its entire career. Like it's just o- upward trajectory, and I'm just expecting a, a big career peak here. And I think it is a very very fair price. I think that they've knocked it off. Um, they were betting as big as five dollars and sixty cents earlier in the day. Um, that's gone now, but even still, it's a fair price. It's like a three-dollar chance, and they they're giving you five bucks. So go and have a bet. <laughs> Wow, I did. I did have a look at this horse, and I've got to admit, it does tick a lot of boxes. Um, oh, Jesus Christ, Ben! <laughs> I, I probably won't be having a massive bet on it, but I took a little bit of the five dollars fifty that's been knocked off, um, and I do expect it to, to shorten in a little bit. But the only thing I was a little bit concerned about is the map. Hopefully, Shinny can get it out. Nah, and that, we're, nah, that, we're bet- that we're betting into the worst race of the day. No, the map. Them he'll sit. He'll sit midfield, maybe forward of midfield, just off the lead. 
No queries map at all. He he'd be fine. Like Shin's on full of confidence. That's very true. All right. Um, obviously, this guy be Breezley medal winner, Shinny, on his second, so good on him. We go to the second race. It is a benchmark 84 over 1,400 metres. Life Lessons is $3.10. Bior Bay, $4.60. Taj Need, $5.50. Starlight Scope, $9. And Anahita, $9.50. I'm pretty keen on Life Lessons here. Um, I know she is only first up. She does carry the penalty, but Carlene takes a kilo and a half off. I think those poor runs, those two of last prep, she was probably just a little bit over the top. She did have a busy campaign and she did only have a, a little freshen up. But if you look to her form sort of prior to that, she beat Soyuzi, who's a decent man. She beat Ballet Rich easily, who we've seen she ran really well the other day. She then ran a second to Nugget in a high-rating race at Sandown, who went on to run third in the Doncaster Mile. Um, her trials have been elite. Moods, I listened to the, the short snippet on Moody and the mic, and he says he's got her pretty forward and that she's obviously their best of the day. And she's just up against mares that are coming through this weak winter form. They've been mixing and matching who's been, you know, they've been taking turns winning. And I just think she's just got a clear class edge on these. Um, I think she's, you know, a lower group horse. And I think 1,400 metres is a good kickoff point. Um, the obvious query is the map drawn seven, so she might be giving them a little bit of a head start, but the way Caulfield played um, has been playing, it's been playing pretty fair in my opinion, and as long as Carleen doesn't have her too far back, I expect her to be very, very hard to beat, and hopefully she's rounding them up. Thoughts? Mm. Yeah, the biggest thing for me is just the was it the two ninety s is it two yeah two ninety s Peter Nugget. That's just the biggest thing that'll that'll hold her price down. Um, I think she starts probably shorter than what she is now. But I thought um, I thought it was interesting that the her best ever run was when she got to seventeen hundred meters, and then she sort of reverted back to her form when they they took her back in trip to fourteen hundred meters again. So. Uh, maybe maybe being fresh, it'd be a little bit different. But she is the different horse, uh, the different form. Sorry, in comparison to to these who have dead set been taking turns to the last three to four months. So, um, yeah, she. I think she's probably might even go forward too. So, if if you want to have a, a bet on her, I wouldn't tell you not to. That's for sure. Yeah. The other thing with her is, um, it doesn't really matter what the ground conditions are here she'll, she'll go on good ground she'll go on a, anything up to a seven um, there is a little bit of rain tomorrow but yeah that won't bother her at all yeah I think Tajanid is talented but uh, it's still still on the way up but um, I think the map might be a bit tricky for it um, she'll be near last yeah yeah Yeah, I think live lessons will have the the, um, the the jump on it yep Beautiful. All right, let's move on swiftly to race three, 1,200 metres benchmark 78. Varvia, $4. Climbing Star, $6. Anila, $7. Calico Jack, $7. Holy Man, seven fifty, and Ranting, $10. And I believe that's you've got a little bit of an interest in, Bot. Uh, yeah, well, still deciding if I really want to bet in this race because the horse I've found is Ranting and... You know when you when you no. when you find no 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 <laughs> when when you find ranting and you got to sort of 
rethink do I really want to have a bet in this race yeah um, but no he was really good last time and he's for the new stable I think he's he's getting back to somewhere near his best form and his best form is at Caulfield um, who ran the, the fastest last 600 of the meet um, last up behind Benedetto he was held up pretty much until the last 200 metres he got off heels um, if you can hold a spot with Malamon that'd be great but I don't know if he will that's the thing the map the map's tricky but um yeah, I, th- I thought Varvi was about the right price, um, just a little bit bigger than $4. Calico Jack as a hole in the market. Climbing Stars, tricky. First up, she was awful. Um, other than la- first up, last prep, she was pretty bad. Um, that ma- that maybe that maybe that just gutted her, but I think she wants further. Uh, Holy Man's is drawn. He'll sneak from the wide gate, and I'm not sure he's, he's probably... A little short, uh, strip back as well was um, worked three wide the entire um, a, on a day you had to be on the fence at Mini Valley. So if I was gonna have a bet, probably ranting. Um, if if it got out to like fifteen dollars late Jesus bet fair or something, then I'll, I'll have some. What I'm hearing. What do you think? Mate? You can't be that surprised. Oh, <laughs> it's just such a bot thing to do. Just back of a legless cast horse who's had 10 more lives than it should have <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to say like, I'm not even shocked at this point but <laughs> enjoy the donation yeah I couldn't touch it but um, if, if there <laughs> is a trainer who's going to do touch it, it I couldn't even touch it with stolen money if Nick Ryan can get uh, <sighs> Mama Reagan to win a race then he can do bloody anything at least Mamma Reagan had some substance to him. This is <laughs> one, one, like one cast, three horse race. Three horse race. <laughs> That's that a is a long time ago now. He beat Anders Hansi and, and Hansi Attic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Hansi Attic. Yeah. Yeah, they clearly went to their best that day, didn't they? <laughs> All right. There's a different spot. Those two, are, too much those two are fucking fillies. This thing's fucking punters. <laughs> Full credit. <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> All right, race four. Uh, benchmark 84 over 1,100 metres. We weren't sure if we were going to be betting last race, but all three of us will be betting here. Wave Rider Boy is actually a mare. $3.50. Flying on a limb, $4.80. Skidamarink, $7. Bound for home. Skidmark. Skidmark, that's it. Eight fifty. River Noir, horrible last start. Eight fifty. Yellow Sam, nine fifty. This is a great race. Um, so, Wave Rider Boy, I made a horse to follow last start because obviously her last two have been at Rose Hill um, and they've dragged her back to last, STI for the RNS um, subscribers. And last start, she ran her last 400 in sub 22 seconds. Um, I think she's going to be given a more positive ride here with Blake Shin in the saddle. And my notes for her last start was just get to Ramwick and hopefully draw a better barrier. She does come to Caulfield. We know the shoot is, it's not a disadvantage to be a little bit wide and making your run out there. Um, and I actually think the middle draw is perfect for her here. Um, this is not a strong race by any means. I think it's, I know it, should, it is technically up and grey, but it's probably only just as strong, if not even weaker than what she's been contesting up there and she's rock hard fit and now she now gets Blake Shin um, flying on a limb and bound for home are probably the two two dangers 
um, flying on a limb is flying, but she's been, what is she, a month off or maybe a few months off and bound for home is first up um, with the big weight. Uh, so yeah, she's a little bit interesting at 850, but I'm pretty keen, wave rider boy. Yeah, me too. Um, probably the, the next sort of best on the day, I think. Um, she's just, um, I think she's like a 290 sort of $3 chance. She's hasn't been sued. I think she's on the verge of being a group class mare. Um, the sectionals she's running are just like ridiculous. Typical sort of Waller horse just has not been suited this entire preparation. Just tactically inept. So stupid. Send it down a Caulfield where the barrier is sort of irrelevant. And you, like if you're sneaking at Caulfield, you're stupid. Um, you got one bend. So I think Shinny will bounce her out. She'll sit forward of midfield, midfield. There's a bit of speed on here, so um, and, and a couple of the other dangers like bound for homes, that almost 300 days um, without a run. River Noir was awful last time, second up, and uh, flying on a limbs 50 days between runs. Um, all its form is at a thousand meters, and it's got to step up to 1100. So uh, and and Skidamarinks, um I don't I don't really rate Skidamarink to be honest. Um, so I, I just think Wave Rider Boy is just perfect setup. I think it's completely set to run a career peak and I think it will. And I think if it does then like it, it's run it last five starts it's it's run the uh, uh, at least the the fifth fastest last 200 of the meeting. So um yeah, it's just it hasn't been suited. If it if it gets to run like economically, then I think it'll I think it'll win this simply. It'll win. And it's SP's last few starts. Up oh yeah, that, that's strong. the other thing. Like it started two dollars thirty on a day where mm. every single every single yep. um, race under sixteen hundred meters at Rose Hill last start was won by a horse that was Ford. And and and, yep. and, and they backed it. It was two dollars thirty to win, and and it settled last. The the market isn't stupid. The market knew it was going to settle last, and and it still had it as a two dollar ninety chance. Oh, two dollar thirty chance. Yeah, every chance she shortens. Nico, you're with the Clinton McDonald horse who's won three on the bounce. Yeah, I've got no reason to jump off flying on him. I think she's a phenomenal bet. I think she's a very good filly. The form out of the last race has been uh, very good. For the punters to take a look back, the last race that flying on a limb won, Epic Center ran third. Epic Center then come out and beat Pirelli and Shellaman at Sandown before Shellaman come out and won its next start. Shellaman then beat Pirelli in that race at Mooney Valley, then Pirelli come out and won its next start. So there's um, very good winning form in behind flying on a limb. Uh, I wish it drew a little bit softer than Barrier 10, but I'm still happy to have a bet. I think $5 or so is a, a fair enough winning pro- a fair enough betting price. For a horse who gone early. is, uh, yeah, well, let's hope it's a winning price. But, um, yeah, I think $5 is an easy enough bet to have. Um, I don't really like Wave Rider Boy back in trip. Mm. Um, that was my knock on the favourite. Can obviously win, but back in trip was my knock. And, yeah, um, I've got a bit of time for skin and rink, but I also don't like backing trip for that horse. I got my money out of it last start. So, yeah, pretty happy to be to fly on a limb. If it gets beat, it gets beat. But I think $5 is an easy enough bet to have. Yeah, beautiful. 
All right, uh, I think we're going to brush race five, but I did just want to mention something real quick. Amenable is favourite there, $3.90, but just a little bit of punter education. If you look at the Caulfield track map, the 1,400 metre start is a lot different to the 12, 11,000. So barriers do become a lot more important there, and he's drawn cast in 13, first up over 1,400 metres, and they're straight onto a bend. So that is just a little bit tricky for Damien Lane. They're probably going to go back um, so he's going to have to rely on all of his class to be winning that. All right. Regal Roller. Race 6, 1,200 metre listed race. It's our time. Smart winner last up. $4.80 favourite from Bandersnatch, 550. Thunder Beauty, $6. Detonator Jack, $6. Wow. Rocketing Buy, $8. Savannah Cloud, $9.50. Who wants to go first here? Uh, I'll let you go first, Bangs. I know you have a pretty strong opinion here. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty keen on It's Our Time. Um, I've got absolutely no reason to jump off him. I was keen on him last start. It looked his absolute race in the Ori start there at Flemington. Um, I don't think it was a very good ride by Mickey D. He sort of missed the boat and he got cluttered up in behind him. Um, he got shuffled back a long way, but he literally waited for him, went around him, pulled to the outside, and it was pretty arrogant uh, in the end. He clocked good splits late um, you know race fastest easily and Caulfield here look everyone's some people might say he's better down the straight but I don't see his Caulfield form is absolutely fine he ran third behind ingratiating the start prior and he, his splits home there were fantastic Mick D keeps the ride and he just comes up against a lot of horses that you can sort of poke holes in Bandersnatch has 60 kilos first up and 1,200 metres is probably short of his best. Thunder Beauty is the big unknown runner, obviously overseas, and is 410 days between runs. So she is a big query runner. Detonator Jack has been trialling well, but again, 1,200 metres, he's never run over 1,200 metres, um, even though he does go well fresh. I thought $6 looked incredibly short. Rocketing Boy... He was wasn't that flash last start in City. Needs to improve off that, and then yeah, well, he Savannah was, Cloud. He was heavily hampered, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, is he definitely running here? Have they pulled the acceptance from Sydney? Mm. Probably have to check that. I'll double check. No, nah, not yet. And Savannah Cloud is half interesting, but I just think it's our time as has bigger things in store than Savannah Cloud especially at 1200 metres I thought $4.80 was a very reasonable price for a sprinter who's fit in form up and running and weighted well with 56.5 kilos yeah me too I thought if he was if he was an on pace horse I would just like just launch him versus some of these but um I, th I think you're able to hold a spot um early I think you can I think Bandersnatch will lead. Chassis will want to be thereabouts too. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, I, he, I think he's a $4 chance, so he's a bet, but um, this Thunder Beauty just scares the absolute shit out of me. Ran second in the Duke of Cambridge, which is a good race at Royal Ascot, um, and then won a listed race by about five lengths after that. So, And the trials looks pretty good, but it's 400 days off, so if the... Last 15 sort of minutes in betting, if it's off the map, well then, 
you're kind of fucked. But um, <laughs> oh, you're not this bit. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, you could do that, I guess too. But um, so yeah, I think it's our comes, time. Follow it. <laughs> I think it's our That's time. Some. Yeah, like he he's up and running. He was he ran a career peak last start, I think. Um. Uh, he was probably suited that day, just the way the track played, just outside gates. But there's a there's a horses behind him. I just don't think you able to run past him. I think he's got a good turn of foot, and I, th- I think I think the the Flemington the his best form is at Flemington, but I think it can be overplayed. I think I think like he was close to his best um, two starts back, but he was obviously a lot better than that because he ran ten. Ten seven six the last two hundred meters. Like he, he was doing a lot of running late. So um. there's every chance he finds the lanes again here as well. We've been at rain tomorrow. Fence possibly off by race six. There's every yeah, chance I he d- finds the best lane again. Yeah, well, I think he, I think he's set on set on midfield or something. So he, he's he's not it's not like he's going to be at the back. I don't think. I think they'll show intent. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, Nico, do you have any thoughts on this race? Oh. Had something on it's outside with you, but I'm not cheering. <laughs> not one of yours. It's a hateful horse, hateful jockey. That's all you need to know. <laughs> I hope it wins what about, from my pocket, but I won't be fucking cheering for it. What about Billy Tom with a Benedetta form? Absolutely screaming at home last time. He's Who? airborne this preparation. William Thomas. He's oh, Don't even. Don't even. If, Just stand if, him if, out in a trifecta to run third. If he if he backs up next week in a forty hundred meter race, I will be backing him. Oh fucking turn it up. He, he goes best on the backup. He's real good. Mm. The day he wins another race is the day that the racing previous podcast will not survive. Because <laughs> there's just no fucking way. If you didn't know otherwise, you would have looked at his run last start and gone, oh, "I'm all over him next start." <laughs> They should change his name, honestly. To what? To what? I'm not a fat cat. (laughs) What? I don't know. I drink milk. I drink milk. (laughs) Alright, moving on. He is a bit of a tease. Race number seven. Race a bit of a tease. He's going to suck body good and proper next week. A group three for the three-year-old fillies. It is at the Corsette Stakes. Now we can uh, bet. Charmstone, $3.70. Now we get serious. Skirt the Law, $4.60. Kamochi, still in Victoria and Randwick. Which way will likely I go? I'm not sure. Likely to go to Sydney. Okay. There you go. She's all shenanigans, $9. Yule and Over, the Sydney visitor. And Tis Enough, one on the Travelator last start at Valley, is $10. Nico, thoughts first? Uh, I think this is a great race to bet into. And I'm very confident to be with Skirt. I think you can have two bets in this race. And you can stake however your confidence levels are. But I think you can make an easy profit out of this race. My main bet in the race is the Queensland visitor, visitor, Skirt Delore. She's been Mm. ultra-impressive at her three starts before last start failing and just coming to the end of the prep but the market still thought enough of her to start 
two dollars in a in a pretty good race so that tells you everything you need to hear she's a magic millions winner she won very well that day barrier one she's got options she can lead she doesn't have to lead she can take a sit in the coffin but she's going to be up there on speed making her own luck ground's not going to be an issue if we get a little bit of rain that's not going to hurt her i think she's just pretty pretty bulletproof her recent trials have been good i think she's the easiest bet in the race to have and i do want to save on number three charm stone i do respect this filly she has jumped out like an absolute rocket in her recent trial um, she ran good on debut the market thought enough of her to start two dollars sixty she then was completely unwanted in betting in her second start and was a complete fill-up for those who forgave one bad run. And then she choked down last start after starting $2.15. So um, I think you're getting a good enough price compared to relative SPs at her previous starts. She has had some tie-back surgery to fix her crook throat. So hopefully that's worked, but we're not going to know that until... Frosty is asking her for some pre-method on Saturday. So the way I'm playing the race, I'm happy to have my main bet skirt the law, save Charm Stone, and I don't think we should be all too far away from Profty on the race. Yeah, I'm seeing the race exactly the same as you. Uh, my subs have locked in $6 for skirt the law in the all-in markets. Um, it, is worth, early it is worth noting that I've got $6 skirt the law, $4.50 Charm Stone as well. Yeah. And uh, you and I were on the on the text nice and early, and we got those yep. prices. So, a bit ahead while we're there, but anyway, we need the results to go our way still. Sub up, and you'll get it too. Charmstone was two dollars and two dollars twenty in the all-in market, with the seemingly the trial punters going nuts for no reason. Um, I think she's a really nice horse, but Skirt the Law is my main result in the race. She's just been excellent, and I, I think her. The depth of her form, I know the Magic Millions, a lot of people will say it didn't rate that well, but the facts are this. She beat Platinum Jubilee, who is a very nice horse. Platinum Jubilee um, split King's Gambit and Cylinder in Sydney. She then went to Sydney herself and had a $2 SP, and she just came to the end of her prep, fourth run, first preparation. Um, so I think that's easily forgiven. I thought that $2 SP there would hold a lot more weight here, but it hasn't really. Like, she's second favourite. She's still probably a little bit over the odds for mine. You can get nearly $5 for her. And she's just going to get the perfect map from Barrier 1 with Ryan Maloney, her main jockey, coming down to Victoria to ride her. Uncle Tony will be uh, in Victoria. He's very keen on her. I thought her trial was so-so, but at the end of the day, it is only a trial. Speaking of the trials, Charmstone couldn't have trialed much better, but I'm not totally convinced just yet that she's the star that everyone thinks. I still want to see it from her. Um, she was really good in the Ottawa, but she didn't beat a whole lot. Um, obviously, the, the Blue Diamond Prelude was inconclusive, but she did have a, a strong, strong SP there, $2.15 as well. So I do have a small, smaller result going for her. Um, I'm treating this race as if Kamachi isn't in the race. And then if you go down the page, like she's all shenanigans, strung a few together, but what did she beat? Picky, Alphinston, like what? They'd be 50s here. Um, tis enough can't win coming off the Mooney Valley Travelayer. She just won't get that same 
um, easy time of it here and up to 1100 meters, a bit of a query. Yulanova is interesting and it will be fascinating to see the market for her. She is a group one winner in New Zealand, which I'm not really sure how that translates to here, but I think there are three main chances. Skirt the law, best result. Charmstone, smaller result. Yulanova scares me a little bit, but she can go around without mine. Yeah, I didn't like the race. It was too tricky. I liked Lazaro. Oh, shock horror. <laughs> shock horror. Great race. Bought this one. Dollar one punters bang. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was that? You liked Lazaro, but she's not running. Yeah, scratch. So it doesn't matter. Oh, you should back her in Sydney. Mm, that's different a much race tougher in race in Sydney. Tougher race in Sydney, but we'll get to that soon. All right, race eight. The Vane Stakes. Uh, 1100 meters and it is a group three there's only been seven acceptors here cylinder the slipper favorite runner up dollar 70. little bros won the blue diamond he's five dollars fifty here i'm unstoppable eight dollars ski light nine dollars vc nine fifty nico you're taking the reins here oh can i trip like i want to trip <laughs> yeah. of course you can mate bet until it hurts down to a dollar twenty Cylinder is a complete fucking moral. That's all you need to know. This horse is an absolute jumbo jet. I've been so excited and so keen for this horse to come back. This preparation, he's looked like an absolute tank at the trials from um, an astute trial judge that I listen to. I'll give him a plug, Dean Watling. Knows his stuff. So if you want to educate yourself, punters, do yourself a favour. He's said this horse... DeanWatling.com. Sub up, subscribe. Um, this horse has absolutely filled out into his frame. Um, his turn of foot's gotten sharper from what he's seen at the trials. And this is actually Dino's number one trial horse of all the horses that have trialled so far to date um, in the lead-up to the spring campaign. So for a bloke who watches a lot of trials, that's a fair wrap for mine. Um, yeah, I think he'll win in a similar vein that an old stable mate uh, did in the race a couple of years ago. Um, this is a good horse's race, the Vane Stakes. If you go through the honour roll of the last three or four years, it's a, it's a good horse's race, and I think this horse is a good horse. Uh, and I'm very excited to see where he gets to in spring. I think... Uh, the regard that I hold this bloke in, he could be undefeated if he's racing against his own age. And I think um, he could definitely reverse the results on Shinzo um, from the slipper. So, yeah, I think he's a, he's a pretty special horse and I'm excited to see where he goes, his preparation. And um, I'd be shocked if I wasn't with him. But yeah, I think, he'll, uh, I think he'll make a mess of this lot. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's very hard to beat. He does look the most likely winning chance on the program Caulfield on Saturday. It is worth noting, punters will look down the form guide and see that Little Bros beat him in the Merson Cooper. Um, that was late last year, but he did have excuses there. He was not only broke held his up... Jaw. The, yeah, he broke his jaw and he was held up in the run. Um, the rate of improvement that we've seen from him since has been immense. He went to Sydney, as I said, beat Platinum Jubilee. He beat Red Resistance, who was the one-time slipper favourite. He then had a $3.40 SP in the slipper itself and it took a pretty magical performance by Shinzo up along the rail with Ryan Moore to beat him. And the overs got the... just sniping me. 
<laughs> What'd you get? $67. We $67. Wow. And then in the size, 1,400 meters on a heavy nine, probably just end of prep. Complete forgive. His trials this time in have been immense. Um, and from the mail that we've got, he has improved more into his three year old year than little bros. Um, initially, I thought it was a little bit short at $1.70, but it probably is the right price. It probably is justified. Um, the one I thought is a little bit of overs, and I bot might give this a mention and give you a bit more, is, is VC. Um, his debut win was excellent. And then in the Blue Diamond, he had complete excuses. Um, he was cast wide off the track, and it just goes down as a complete forgive. But I think he does have a fair degree of talent, and I probably would mark him a third favourite. Uh, yeah, I've, I, I, I think he's a dollar seventy chance. I think the market's got it pretty right. Um, yeah, I've just sort of been tinkering with my prices, but yeah, I think it's a dollar seventy's right. Um, I think Little Bros is. I think a little bros with a big drifter. Like he's already hold on, let me, let me just he's already, he was three dollars fifty all in. He's already had the fucking six dollars. Yeah, he's 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 about a four three point two percent drift already from from the opening price out to six fifty. I wouldn't be surprised if he starts with an eight in front of his name. Oh, I think shit. Wow. VC, um, I think is the overs. Like he he started fourteen dollars versus little bros who started nine dollars fifty. In the blue diamond, and he and little bros had the the map advantage over him. I think VC has the opportunity to lead here, um, uh, and yeah, I think if I was going to have it, like if cylinder gets out to two dollars, I'll, I'll have a bet. I'll have a I'll have a good bet. Um, but VC is a small, just a small sort of. I, I can see VC getting out just to. Thirteen, fourteen dollars, just late, unless they they back him. But I, I think all the money would just be just chips in cylinder. The biggest thing for me is like he he started shorter on Betfair than what he did fixed odds. So um, in the diamond, uh, no cylinder yeah. in the the it's slipper. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, right. So if you if you know, um, that that'd be um. A, a big, what big would be the percentage sort of, of horses that start shorter on the fair than they do corporates? Well, I don't know. It'd be minute, be like zero, like less than a percent, it would, yeah. wouldn't it? Not, not many, not but often. um, yeah. But especially in a, in a race like that, because because what what happens is, so someone would would smash the totes and the and the like Betfair SP like as as they jump, so it'd be like a, just a, an enormous amount of money. And to to move the market so drastically, um, in such a short amount of amount of time, um, in in a race, especially in the blue slip, uh, the blue diamond. I'm sorry, not the the golden <laughs> slipper, the blue slipper, the the golden, the golden slipper. Um, with, with that much liquidity in the market, so yeah, I, I don't know. I've I've heard enough of about the, about the trials from people I, I respect enough that um, that he's he's come back. And even even like my own eye. I'm not a trial pervert at all, but like he looks like he's a, a tank. Like he looks a big horse, and he's exceeded Excel out of a, a mare that got a mile. So there's a bit of substance to him as well. So, um, yeah, he he looks like a a good a good horse. 
I, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I said earlier in the week, I think this is Bivouac 2.0. I think he'll smash him. Well, we can't wait for him versus Shinzo the rematch in the Blue Rose. <laughs> All right. Uh, lots of people will be taking the double of Cylinder into Mr. Brightside. We get to the Group 2 PV Alliance Race 9. He is even money. The King Milo of Australia. I think we can just about label him that now. He's obviously won two Doncasters and an All-Star Mile. He's been a wonderful horse for the Hayes Camp, and he's been described as he's not as good. But um, when David Hayes took over the Lindsay Park operation, Better Loosen Up was his horse that put him up in lights, and this is the horse that has put them up in lights. So good to see. Tuvalu six dollars fifty. Attrition seven dollars fifty. Shout out to Brett Norton from the Valley, uh, one of the owners of Attrition. We wish him well. Pinstripe, $14. Uh, Western Empire, $16. Aegon, $18. Al Bodegon, $23. Do you want to go, go first? Or? Um, yeah, I thought this race... This is probably my favourite race of the day. This is just a, and a really, really cool race to, to try and figure out. Um, I think Mr. Brightside... I love, I, love, he's a, I love Tyson and I love Adrian... But I just think, I just think even money is just not a fair price to the punter. I think, I think he, I don't think he's a fifty percent chance of winning this race. I think yeah, first right. up, he's better than that. <laughs> first up with map issues around Caulfield, the rail at nine. I think he he's just. I think there's enough there to to say he 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 he'll start a bit bigger than that. Um, a horse horses oh, I like. Can't wait um, the, the, the horse I'm I'm with is or a couple of horses I'm with actually is Uncle Bryn, who who started se- I think six fifty or seven fifty versus Mr Brightside last year, who when Mr Brightside started four dollars so he's got a big SP there, um he's got big numbers he uh, he he was unsuited both runs last preparation, um he gets Mark Zara on from an inside gate, not an inside gate but a middle gate, um. And if he can settle somewhere midfield, I'd be really happy with that. And I think he's got the talent to 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 win a race like this. And the other horse is Aegon, who I thought measured up pretty well against horse, horses like Golden Sixty and um, California Spangle. Is that his name, California Spangle? Yep. Yep. Um, uh, in Hong Kong, and and he, he ran a screamer in. He he's always running screams like he's a, he's a really good horse Aegon he's just not up to the the top notches so I think if he if he gets a de- decent map here three three four um, wide line with cover working into the race I think he he's a he's he's a he's just better than a seventeen dollar chance like he's he's not a he's not a seventeen dollar chance and the other horse I half liked as well was Attrition who's just on this upward trajectory and I wouldn't even be surprised if he he runs a career peak here again because he's He's had the three trials and he's a he's a stallion prospect. That they'd want to have him forward. Um, so I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if he if he's running a career peak on on Saturday. And yeah, the the, the thing for him is, do they show intent or do they not show intent? If they don't show intent, I think he's I think he's in trouble. But I think they have the opportunity to show some intent because Jamie Carr did last start and. Um, he, it was a day that you you had to be rails in run that day, and and she was three wide, um, working around Flemington. It, obviously, it is Flemington, but um, I don't I don't normally think um that being three wide around Flemington means anything at all. But on that day specifically, it was almost essential to be rails in run. So, 
Um, yeah, so Uncle Brin for me is a massive, oh, not massive, but I've got him about $12, and Aegon I've got about $11.30. So those are the two um, two main ones I'm, I'm betting around. And Attrition, if he, I could entertain as well. Yep. All right, I'll go next. Um, look, we say the good horses are back, and we want to back them. So I think Mr. Brightside is the most likely winning chance, obviously. I do want better than $2, but... Gee, he's just become such a trustworthy horse, and I think he's gone to another level um, in the autumn. Um, we obviously saw him run so well um, in the awe and in the futurity, running good splits home over 1,400 metres. He got to the All-Star Mile. He won that well, and then he won the Doncaster with 55.5 kilos on a heavy track. So I think he's really come of age. Um, according to all reports, he has improved again. His recent trial or jump out, just go and watch that. It was outstanding work. Craig did click him up a little bit. Um, and yeah, I just think with this race, I think there's a fair degree of speed in it. With horses like Buffalo River, Edison, I'm not sure if Deny Knowledge will be in this race. And if they do set a good tempo and he can be close enough, then I do think he wins the race. I think we can get rid of a fair bit of percentage here with Tuvalu. He's absolutely cast, and I'm giving him no chance. He's $6.50. Um, fitness issues, uh, map issues with the draw, and also the trials have been so-so. Attrition is going to have Mr. Brightside's back, and if he does, if he is just that little bit fitter, then potentially he can get past him. But this is Wade Frage's first time as a four-year-old, 58.5 kilos against the big boys, so it is a fair step up. Western Empire, absolutely none. Uh, Aegon from 15, he's going to be giving them a fair head start. Albotagon, none, especially if the track is dry over 1,400 metres. So one part of me understands why Mr. Brightside is $2, but I do really want, you know, sort of 230, 240 at least. Um, in saying that, I do think a horse that can run well here at a massive price is Buffalo River, just because he has drawn one. Hopefully Deny Knowledge isn't in this race and he just does find the lead. He was only beaten half a length in this race last year and he had a $17 SP. Um, he's 40 to 1 here on Sportsbet and I just think he can outrun that SP. I wouldn't be surprised if he's running, hanging on to a top 4 or top 3 spot. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely Mr. Brightside on top. I think Uncle Bryn is a little bit deadly. Attrition's deadly. And Pinstripe you could give a, a small chance to as well. Um, but Mr. Brightside will be one of my better bets of the day. Huge. Can't quite fathom why people want to take Brightside on. <laughs> Absolutely fucking baffles me. You've got a Group 1 horse against flat-out Group 3 horses. But that's good. I hope there's enough of these clowns out there that are going to push Brightside's price out because the more, the more you bet, the more you win. Responsibly, of course. If it is a problem for you, one eight hundred eight five eight eight five eight. But if it's not, if it's not, you're working for here. Back up the truck. God, stop it. I'm not worried that Brightside's first up. He'll be fit enough to go. He's not going to be underdone. Two lose cast attrition. Fifty eight and a half. First time against the big boys. I want to see it. Pinstripes, not good enough. Aegon. Not good enough. Western Empire gone. 
Oh, Bodegon has lost all four of his legs since the Cox plate. King we've got Magnus. to mention, we've, we, we, we've had five bucks on King Magnus each at hundreds. I oh, know, we have had five dollars on King Magnus, but he's, he's a great track and trip horse. I'll give him that, but this is probably a big step up from what he's been running, but he's probably got that fitness on his side, and hopefully he can run a cheeky race. We probably should have had something on the place, but that was a bit of a setback. Um, Red's got a bit of talent on his day, but I don't think he's any better than a Group 3 horse. Um, yeah, I don't really need to go too much further down the page. But the the yep. bottom four in this race, forgot you, Regal Power, Edison, Chassis, like what? Deny knowledge as well, like why they were in the race. Um, the Pounder? Bot, any thoughts on the Pounder? Pounding. Good horse, but he's not, like he's just a, he's just a good group three horse. Mm. Yeah, he, he's, he's, he Buffalo's sort of ran himself into similar form. Similar, nowadays. Like, I can see yeah, I can see your angle with Buffalo River. Like he he'll run his honest Buffalo River race. He'll look the absolute winner at the three hundred. He'll be yeah, he'll a few stop, lengths in front. But, <laughs> but he'll be yeah, stopping yeah. quicker than He'll he'll give you a sight at forty to one, put it that way. If you could have All a right. bet for him to be leading at the three hundred, just max bet. <laughs> Let's move on to the last. Uh, benchmark 100, 1,600 metres. Barkley Square, $4.80. Sabark, $6. Deny Knowledge, $6. Jimmy the Bear, six fifty. Right Your Ass, $7. And Juniper, $11. Body two bets. I'm calling it here. Take it away. Yeah, another race. This is a really, really good race again. Um, the first horse I'll speak about is Macram, who's... Uh, well, I don't know if the trial pervs have missed this, but it was like one of the best trials I've ever seen. I'm, I'm not, I'm not a trial perv, but like, how have the trial pervs not seen it? And how is it, how is it like forty to one? Um, this horse's record, fresh over sixteen hundred to seventeen hundred meters, is ridiculous. It is around Flemington, um, which is a supposedly a fairer track than in Caulfield well, it is um, but even still like f- uh, this horse with Craig Williams going on wins a lot more than um, a lot more than once in every 40 times it's just a ridiculous price I thought um, like he beat, he's a shocker he beat Cherry Tortoni when Cherry Tortoni was in form um, he's just a he's ridiculous price he's about a $13 chance and the other horse we're beating here is Sabak, who's who ran second in the the five diamonds. And he's um, like we're betting against Barkley Square, who's second up, drawn barrier eighteen. He's going to go back. Deny knowledge, is, deny knowledge is drawn wide. It's being set for a Caulfield Cup. Do they want to go forward and potentially bust it, or do they go back? Jimmy the Bear, who's I think on the way down this preparation, who's drawn seventeen. Junipal had the absolute PR of PRs last start. Um, up the up the inside when it was essential to be on the rail, and now draws fifteen. He's going back. Um, Raichuar is a stayed um, first up over sixteen hundred meters, and so smoking Romans. And then you're just left with Sabaku, who was 
seven, uh, $10 into seven fifty first up was a good kickoff point, and then he's just completely set to run to somewhere near his best form, and if he does that, he's about a $4 chance, and we're getting $6.50, so... Mm. He's just a he's a great bet, I thought. Um, yeah, I, I can see your angle, Sabak, in the last. If I had to have a bet, I'm not sure if I will. I would be backing Sabak. He just looks the one here now. Brings Sydney form, has the run under the belt, and draws barrier three for Damien Lane. So it's got real map advantages. Um, the horse that could just throw this into chaos, though, is deny knowledge. Like, this horse only knows one way. It just goes 10 above out in front and can ruin races yeah that's my only query but, it yeah. could do but like it's first up so what do they want to do do they want to take a sit or do they just want to go hands down uh, handlebars down um, and potentially bust it for the preparation I don't know, don't know but it's interesting it is interesting anyway well, I, I wouldn't even be surprised if, if, if they go quick it sets it up for, for Sabak to peel off and go straight past it so it doesn't doesn't bother me. Yeah. Let's pick up the second rules. We're going a bit slow, but let's go over to Royal Ranwick, where somehow it's a heavy eight, but on punting form, it's saying a soft seven. I'm going to say it's going to get back to a five. So punters, don't be too alarmed by the track ratings. Often, they just don't update them that fast. I'm sure it did take a fair bit of rain, but clear skies and sunshine, as the radar would have it. We're going to go straight to race five. The show county quality over 1,200 metres. Extremely lucky, 3.20. Colino, $4. Buenos Notres, 4.40. And Dragonstone, 8.50. Very keen here on number 10. Extremely lucky. Um, I think he's very, very talented. And a bit of Chris Waller magic um, could really see this horse improve lengths this prep. This horse, we mentioned him last week. Um, he was obviously the favourite in the race that Alentia won. Um, he has some damaging last 600 metre figures yes a lot of them are over 1000 metres and he's resuming over 1200 here so that's your little issue but if you go look at his trials he looks pretty cranked up um, he's been finishing off them really well and I was listening to Vince Accardi, um just from his trial indicator he says he's ready to go so that's good enough for me I actually think he's better suited at Randwick than Rosehill, which isn't really a surprise given he's a bit of a back marker. Um, drawn barrier six for Karen McAvoy. So they're going to go back. I would have loved to have J-Mac on, but obviously J-Mac can't make the 53 kilos. But it's not a big field. Um, they're going to go slow here, and I think he's just going to monster him with this massive turn of foot. Kalino isn't in the same class as him. Buenos Noches is a very good horse, but five and a half kilos comes into play here and I just don't think he has that instant acceleration as the favourite so I'm really keen extremely lucky I think I think there was $3.50 around that looks a good price for me um, I wouldn't be surprised at all if this horse was one of the last horses selected in an Everest I'm not saying he could do anything in it but I wouldn't, wouldn't be surprised if he could get into the race Can I ask a question? Yeah Is, is extremely lucky just Dragonstone, but with Spruik on it. Like, what's no, the difference think... between Dragonstone and Extremely Lucky? They like they look like the exact same horse. What? Uh, why is why is why is Dragonstone so big? Like it it ran second behind I and Me and and was beaten by Omni Man. He was probably a moral beat at Mooney Valley the other week in in good time. He probably is a little bit big, but 
He's Honestly. nine bucks. Hmm. Well, at least, at least I reckon like. I just think the rate like, of improvement from extremely lucky. Yeah. Like I just see him going to a much higher level this preparation. Under mm. like he's gone from. I don't. I forgot who he was trained by in Adelaide, but he's gone from. Uh, what's him, his name? Clarkin. He's gone from Will Clarkin to Chris Waller. And you yeah. can just see him exploding. Yeah. And he's got he's got that big SP versus Balanipatina too. So that that'll hold his price down as well. Correct. At Mooney Valley where the wheels spun over a thousand meters on a heavy track and he was still only beaten a length. Yeah. Why has he only ever raced over a thousand meters? Like what's going on? Oh, he's run know. over twelve hundred, but I don't know. Yeah. Well lucky he's at Chris Wells now, so he can be taken back from wide barriers his whole life. So he could be STI That'll for the rest of his career. Yeah, honestly. Slaughtered to instruction for those playing on. at home. Uh, yeah, I'm on extremely lucky. Not as confident as you. Not a trust in Kieran McAvoy. What a mm-hmm. man. Uh, you couldn't back Kalino with Stolen. And Why not? the stats. Well, let me get the stat up for you, Bob. Two seconds. Oh. Okay. Hold on two seconds. I need to find it. Um, this is great podcasting. Chris Waller Horses, second up. Bebe. It's also 1,300 <laughs> metres back to 1,200 metres. And it's three weeks in between runs. Yeah, he looks a bit of the hole in the market. Pricey. Nearly favourite. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have extremely lucky favourite, and then you'd probably well, they're, have. Well, they're, they're just about equal favourites at the moment. They're three dollars, three dollars fifty. Extremely lucky. Three dollars sixty. Kalino. The danger is Bonos Notches. He's a he's a good horse, but he's slaughtered at the weights. He's got to carry big boy weight against some other horses who go okay. Could be. Like, extremely lucky could be a better horse than Bonos Notches. Isn't yet, but oh, could be. Got, it's five and a half kilos. Got no doubt. Yeah, got extremely no lucky. Could, the case. Extra, like extremely lucky. Is like he's got he's got sectional, like he's just a punning form merchant. Like extremely lucky has got a group one turn of foot. Yeah, he's a he's a punning form merchant. Fucking wet dream. That's what he is. Like he's run negative. Like what did he run? Like he ran like negative sixteen once, didn't he? Last yeah, six the day that, that he zipped home. Yeah, something ridiculous day, like that. That day that he zipped home at Morphin. Uh, and then we still got $4 for him in the in the SA Lightning the next start. Ugh. Crazy. Yeah, nuts. Yeah. Nuts. Oh, he, oh, yeah. he could definitely just win this horse was yeah. back to beat Balanipatina around the valley where she goes best. So yeah. that's... The market's got a fair opinion of this horse. And I do too, for what it's worth. I think he he'll be hard to beat, as long as he's not slaughtered. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, if he wants to go on to much better races, he needs to be winning here. It's as yeah, simple 100%. as that. If he can't win this right, race, he's in a bit of trouble. Um, I've got nothing in race six, but I just want to give a little bit of intel here. Faulkner Park is drawn sixteen. I made him a horse to follow last start for my subs. We wanted him to get to Randwick, which. He does, but he's drawn cast in 16. I'm not going to back him here because I think the map is horrendous. But 
If he does manage to win here, then to have your finger on the pulse and back him in the future for the Metrop, I think you might be able to get $9, $10 maybe. Um, if he manages to win here from the from the car park, then he'll be straight into $4 favourite. So just have something on. If he crosses the line first, get on the get on the buzzer because uh, he's going to shorten right up. Is, is this not like just best case scenario for Annabelle? Because it's just going to run on and look good and set itself mm. up for the Metrop. And, and oh, like yeah. it won't get fucked in the weights. It's a, it's a BT. It's a BT and a half. Yeah. All right, race seven. It is the Toy Show quality um, over 1,100 metres. It's for the girls. $3.50 Paracel, $3.90 Zoo Gotcha, uh, $4.20 Queen of the Ball, North Star Last, $7.50 Cinderella Days, $7.50. And we've got two interesting runners here. Maliva for Philip Stokes, $14. And how's the Serenity? The WA horse has been transferred to the Hawks camp is $21. Um... Flat out, I think this is a two-horse race. Very, very keen. I've got the winner here. Queen of the Ball is a horse we backed all in at $6. We just thought that was way overs. Um, so once again, jump on the sixth day if you want to get these early prices. Um, Full credit. She just looks the map horse here. She's going to drive forward from barrier three. It is worth noting that the toy show has gone back from 1,300 to 1,100 metres, which is a massive tick for her and a massive cross for some other horses in the race. Um, she's got some proper form, and I still think she's quite underrated, Queen of the Ball. Um, she ran second to Rich Fortune. She was just beaten first up last preparation in the Kevin Hayes at Sandown. Um, she then had a strong SP in the Zedative as well. So um, 1,100 metres here around Ramwick. I think that's ideal for her. It doesn't matter if the track is good or soft, and... Uh, Rachel King will drive her out of the barriers with the 53 kilos. The other horse is the Godolphin horse, Paracel. Um, she's been trialling the absolute house down and she's been ultra impressive. She has some really good time figures on her side. Um, and then she went to, she won the Typhoon Tracy at Mooney Valley and then she ran second to Magic Time. We know the opinion that everyone has of the Graham Begg um, mare and I think she's going to go to a new level this preparation. The, the, the slight knock is you've got JVO from a wide barrier probably going to go back, but if they do overdo it up in front here, then she's going to be absolutely thundering home. Um, she's got massive... Um, yeah, she's got some massive numbers on the board, and if she just shows a little bit of improvement here, then she does look the deserved favourite. So those are the two chances in the race for mine. Zoo Gotcha has 58.5 kilos. She's drawn barrier 11. Chris Waller has already said she's going back and she's never run over a trip this short. So while she is the class horse of the race, uh, I'm prepared to, to say she's the lay of the day, sub $4. Um, what about what about Maliva? At like 16 bucks. 15 bucks. 12 yeah. Fast. He was beaten by Sai last time. What price would Sai be here? She's not the worst, but has she ever done it? She even she's got no Gosh. form in Sydney. She's a fucking yeah. It translates. It's it's all comparable. She's I don't think Sai would be favourite here. She's beat up on shit horses. You don't reckon Sai would be favourite? Mm. No. No. No way. Uh, maybe not. 
So I'd be $7.50 with Cinderella days. Like North Star Lass and Zoo Gotcha are milers. Cinderella days, she can probably run well, but 1200 uh, 1100 mm, I'll just have complete clarity that this is a two-loss race. Yeah, okay. Well, you could do worse than have the double on the siblings. Paracel and the cylinder. Are they related? Yeah. Yeah. Huge. Cool. All right, let's move straight on then. Obviously, cylinder's the younger one, but yeah. They are related. (laughs) (laughs) The first group one of the season is the group one wing stakes. It's over 1,400 metres. Won last year by Animo. Good bless him. He's off to stud now. Uh, I'll miss him already. Zaki, $4.20. Fangirl, $5. King Colorado, $8.50. Think it over's what? back from attendance, $11. Mwanga, $12. And Golden Mile, $13. What price did you say? Yeah. What? <laughs> what? $26 opened into $8.50. Are you joking? Who's doing that? <laughs> the weight punters. Don't know. No, well, uh, I'm looking at weight adjusted ratings here. And... Yeah, alright. Well, I guess yeah. it's like a lightly raced horse. No, no it's bizarre. Hashtag, hashtag scope, fucking spell. <laughs> Nico, you go first. I need to give my uh, voice a break after that rant. <laughs> well, for the punters out there at home, Sydney was meant to cop no more rain. Currently copping a fucking deluge right now. Really? Yep. Have a look in the group chat. Sydney's okay. fucked, mate, honestly. <laughs> Typical of Sydney that the weather's beautiful. And they're having a drying track and now there's bloody rain. What fucking hell. Um, I think this is a fantastic race to bet into. Uh, you can leave me out of fair, girl. I don't think she's much good, to be honest. She's ran well behind Animo. She's looked good, but when the race is there to be won, she doesn't exactly do it for mine. (laughs) Not quite genuine? She's a horse that you'd love to own, but she's a horse you'd love to take on as a punter, because, yeah, it doesn't matter. She's got got J-Mac on there, but it won't matter. Especially if it's a wet track. Well, it was only going to be a soft five or six, but if it's worse than that, well, Wallace should scratch her and save her for another day. Because she can't win. She can't win anyway, but anyway. <laughs> a horse I'm backing in the race. The old boy, Zaki. His fresh record is phenomenal. His record at Ramwick 1400 is nothing short of outstanding. He's only tasted of defeat at 1400 metres Randwick was a length and a half to giga kick that's far the best form in this race I just think everything aligns for him his recent trial was super the whispers that I'm hearing is he hasn't gone as he's going as good as ever so he's just going to trust the stable in Jamie Carr reunites with Zaki and it would be a nice uh Welcome back present for her to go and win a group one on her first day back. So I think uh, just by process of elimination, you know what Zaki's going to get. 
You know what he's going to give you? He's at a more than back of a price. I backed him at $6 all in the other day. You can still readily get $5, $5.50 available. I suggest you go and have a bet. Yep, I'm, uh, I like that word you used, that phrase you were uh, used in the process of elimination because I think this is what this race exactly is. Um, a lot of people are going to say 1,400 metre group one and they're all first up, so how do you find the winner? But I genuinely think there's only three to four chances. Um, Zaki, his 1,400 metre form fresh is outstanding. Um, he's won the tramway twice and then he ran second to Giga Kick in a high rating all age stakes last preparation so he's going to roll forward from barrier 8 it doesn't matter what the ground conditions are good, soft he probably actually prefers a bit of jar out in his older age so he's the hardest to beat Fangirl um, I'm probably going to make a similar result like Nico I've got Zaki I've already backed him at $6.50 so that was good early shopping Fangirl is a monster chance if the track does get back down to, you know, the 6-5 range, but she doesn't really like it wet. Um, she has run second to Animo plenty of times, and if J-Mac can get her in a, a spot that is close enough from barrier 11, then she's going to be charging late. I think she does deserve a lot of respect here, and they are clearly the two best horses um, or the two horses to beat in this race. King Colorado, $8.50 is absolutely bizarre. Um, there's only been one really good winner of the JJ Atkins, and it was... Um, oh, what was he Autumn name? Sun? No, the Autumn Rothfire? Sun. Like, what's... Um, no, I mean like recent, like in the last couple of years. Um, the Gay Bot horse. Converge. Converge won the, the JJ easily, oh. and we've seen what he's done. Um, he's measured up in, in some decent races, but that, like, the way he won the JJ compared to King Colorado, like, apples and oranges, I can't believe he's $8.50 here. Think it over, first up of a tendon, and he's 500 days between runs, so wonderful horse, but don't think I could back him first up. Mwanga's drawn cast. Golden Mile is the other one that I'm giving a half chance to. Um, complete forgive in the missile did not participate he was traveling up nicely and then he just got wedged out of it when um, unfortunately the horse broke down so he draws barrier two and he looks at the map horse um, so yeah I think they're the three main ones Ozapenko Lindemann drawn absolutely cast Princess Grace I just want to see it from her and hinged if the track was really wet then you'd give her a half chance as well but apparently the trials haven't been great I might need to go and watch them but for me it is the two horses at the top of the page, Zaki and Fangirl, and I've backed Golden Mile at $21 as well. Um, I think that's the race there. Zaki's like literally run the exact same rating three times every single time it's under 400, uh, 600 metres. Which is? Like I'm looking that's at a... Gra- hard to bet. Uh, like 103. I'm looking at like a graph and it's like literally a straight line. Can you, you look up the wing stakes and, and see what Animo ran? Or not? You can't. Uh, for for um. What did Anime run last year? Because um, Zaki um, doesn't normally kick off in this race. It normally kicks off in the tramway. Just in two weeks, so I think. It's not going to let me. It's going to be annoying. Doesn't matter. I'll, I'll let you know later. That's there. Anime wasn't like anyway. dominant. In a lot of these early races last year, he wasn't dominant. He was just kind of 
To be fair, Anamo was never top of it. Mm. Oh, a couple of times, but not that many. Oh, yeah. yeah, but that was always why people wanted to bloody piss on his back because he didn't win by yeah. a bloody space. Like, fucking turn it up. At least he stuck his neck out and knew where the post was. Yeah. Right, but what, once, right, but once you get that, get back to us. We'll go on to the Silver Shadow race nine over 1,200 metres. This looks obviously the stronger race of the two Phillies races uh, across Randwick and Caulfield on the weekend. Um, group two, Estrella is 390, Cristilli 460, Platinum Jubilee $5, Zadozzi $9, Kamachi 950, Autumn Ballet $10. Um, this is a wonderful race, but I don't think I could separate them. Very, very difficult. Anyone have any thoughts? Oh, no, it's a bit too hard for me. Mm. It's a I very Estriella, who has the, the race fitness on her side, and she's been really good. Camp have a good opinion of her coming up against Cristilli. And Kamachi, who showed talent. Platinum Jubilee has been right there in some really good races. Zadozi's unbeaten, three out of three. And Autumn Ballet, she be, she was the only she's the only horse to have ever won the Black Opal on debut. I fucking uh, saw was. Animo ran a hundred and two point eight. Perfect. So Izaki runs a hundred and three pretty much what Adam ran last year yeah oh Chris Dilley could get fucked is what is what Chris Dilley can do beat me in the Percy Sykes last year when I was on Tis Invincible at 111 to 1 hmm. so just a bit of poor poor me pity party fuck Chris Dilley <laughs> Fair enough. All right, I've got nothing else to say there. I've got nothing. I think it's, Watch I think it's very hard. Yeah. yeah. All right, that's it. Anything around the grounds? I had a look around Australia, and I've got nothing. No, nothing yeah. from me. Wrap it no, up. No, no nothing from Beautiful. me. Beautiful. Back lay prey. Nico, Oof. I know where you're going first. If you don't have a lay, just give us a best. Well, cylinder till it hurts, best bet. Race eight, core field. I don't know if I've really got a value selection for the the punters. I don't really have a. I don't really have a. Yeah, no. You can lay right. Kalino the place. Race five, round week. Alright, easy. Uh, my best bet, I'm very keen on cylinder, same as Nico, but I will go with. I'm the best keen right side as well. On Saturday, number one, race nine, Caulfield, Mr. Brightside. Hopefully we get a better price. He's the best bet. Um, the best value, not not each way, but it's our time, race six, number three, Caulfield. I could get pretty aggressive and mark him probably $3.50. Uh, pretty keen there. And my best lay is race seven, Randwick, the top weight, Zoo Gotcha. Um, Walla wants to see how she's going to sprint, but they're going to go back. So probably near last from barrier 11. She does have to carry the big 58.5 kilos. She's going to have to be very, very good to be beating some speedy mares there. So she's the lay of the day. Best bet is first mate in the first race uh, in the 
It's pretty much like a highway, isn't it? Like it's a it's like a exactly Victoria's version. Yeah. And I'm betting into it. That's how sick I am. It's my best bet, first mate. Um, my best uh, long odds sort of chance is Macram, 100%. So just a abs- absolutely great bet. Um, and I don't, I don't really, I don't know if I have a lay. Um, yeah. But yeah, just just great day of racing. And or maybe Denner and Jack. I have it like twice, three times as big as what it is in the market. So place, place lay, lay. punters. Play slave oh, for the could points. do, yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll play slave. Um, Denner Jack. Oh, huge! Right, that wraps up the tipping. Couple questions to finish off. Ryan Deeth, Nick, have you got any money? <laughs> have you got any money left after the jump season? <laughs> oh, that is a sniper shot. Ugh. Tough season. It has been tough, but it hasn't been a strip out. Hmm. Wouldn't be too far off the ledger, off the staking plan. Yeah, no, 100%. It just hasn't been what it was like last season. The staking season plan that sure. I set out and my actual st- stakes. Uh, but yeah, that's all right. We've got a big day at Ballarat <laughs> next Sunday. Come home hot. Wet sail, yep. Bot, tell the listeners a bit about your mum. That's a bit of a weird one from Ryan. <laughs> mum will enjoy that. She'll, she'll be listening. Uh, but what do Pinstriped or Western Empire need to do to win? Run a peak or a new peak? Well, Pinstripe needs to run a peak. I wouldn't be that surprised if Pinstripe won. But um, uh, Western Empire just needs to get back to its form. But the, the pads come off um, of, of its feet. So that could be something. Maybe it's back to its... Back, back being healthy. So if it gets somewhere near its best form, well then... It's the horse to beat Mr. Brightside, but you, I, don't, I don't know if you could back it. Yeah. Sam Badalato, friend of the show, one of the, the great contributors. Not a question, but love the stuff lately, boys. Thank you. Thanks, Twice man. Hunter, heard on the grapevine the big dogs are pushing for an $8 million cox plate. True or false? No comment. Twice Hunter, how shit are bush maidens? <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I want to know where Ty, what Tyson's doing right now. Like, is he? Oh, he's no, probably just don't. passed no, out. No, you don't. Sure. No, you don't. No, you don't. Lots <laughs> of. Uh, and, it's, and it's not quality. And it's, and it's not quality. That uh, needs to be. It doesn't edited. tell me after. It does not. Uh, I'll let your. I'll taste. let you. I'll let your mind. Imagine. Anyway, Hedge absolutely bolted him from him today at Seymour, so he might want to take that question back. And Trent Down, to finish off, a good question. Your number one horse to follow for the spring, realistic choice and a hopeful choice. Um, Nico? I've got mine. Cylinder? What was the question, sorry? Two horses. Number one to follow a realistic choice and a hopeful one, an improver. Oh, well, the realistic one is Cylinder. The horse that I hope can make... Horse that I hope can make it. Um, Nature strip. Nah, probably what you need. He's still got to go out and do it. Mm, that's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. But um, my realistic one is Stretton Angel. Don't laugh at me. Go watch its wind in Adelaide. Go look at the the times. I think it's like one of the best fillies in Australia. Philip mm-hmm. Stokes. I don't know where. It, I would have, if it was in the Quisette, 
Oh, I had it like real short, and I'll be betting up. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm hoping El Plata del Sol because I've backed it to to go on a holiday in the derby. Liam Alley, get around you. All right, and myself to finish up. Um, Romantic Warrior will win the Turnbull Stakes and the Cox Plate. And without a fight, I'm really, really keen to see. Um, So they're the two realistic ones. He's going out on a fucking limb there, but hasn't he? Yeah. Well, I'm just, I'm just giving the punters facts, straight up facts. Oh, F-A-X. my hopeful one is um, running on Saturday. It's extremely lucky. You would have heard I'm pretty keen on him. If he doesn't make it into an Everest, then if he, you know, I'm not sure if they'll come back to Mooney Valley, but if he runs in a race like a Sydney Stakes on Everest Day, a race that was won by Rocketing By last oh, year, God. he could be one of the best bets of all time in a race like that. So hopefully he just explodes under Waller and uh, we see the, the making of a very good horse. Great shout. All right. That's it. Group on racing wrapped up. Wing stakes, and it all gets hotter from here on in. Good luck this weekend, punters. We'll see you back here next Thursday night. Cheers. Coming out of my cage, and I've been doing just